Dunk, have you got Iron Brew? Iron Brew? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't got any Iron Brew. You're a, you're an absolute disgrace. Absolute. Have disgrace. you have you drunk the Iron Brew that I bought you, Dem? Of course I did. That premium drink. It was good, man. It was some good level shit. Top tier fucking level shit right there. Nothing like it, man. Absolutely nothing like it. You've never had a strawberry Mirinda, have you, Dunk? What the fuck is that? Next time you're around, you're going to have a strawberry Mirinda. Are we going to uh, do a, a tier list of, of soda? Oh, and Calypso. i got to get you Calypso. The, you can get Calypso in Scotland. My, my Scottish friend, Laura, has, has, has found one. They are okay. They are just sugar in a bottle, Dunk. It's a great, great time. Great time. I reckon, yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll buy lots and lots of um, soda and we'll do a tier list. Love it. Love it. All right, we're we're still like wrapping up twenty twenty three. So me and Dunk, we're gonna now do uh, the question is, what are your top five games from twenty twenty three? And I know Joe's listening, going, Rich, you don't play games. You're a dickhead. You're not smart enough to play games. You ain't got the time to play games. You ain't got the patience to play games. You're right. You're right, Joe. I don't. But what I like to do ever since I've been sick is watch. People who can play games play games because I'm too old to learn how to play games now. But I enjoy watching people play games. Like I've turned. I mean, you say you say you're too old, mate. No, I am, Dunk. I'm, I'm, I'm... Uh, no, no, no. Something something happened at the end of last year. Are you talking about when I got the Nintendo DS Switch? Mate, yeah, you're you're now a gamer. I've got I've got it, but I've only got Fever, and I, I love playing Fever because it's my favorite. I, mean, I think I think you should treat yourself. Spend a whole two pound thirty nine or whatever it is, and get Suica. What's that? Uh, it's like Tetris, mate, but you have fruit, and you're trying to put it into a jar, and you're trying to make a watermelon. I think Mary you stack the fruit together. I and think then Mary they... would like that quite a lot. It's a very chill game. Do you, do you, I want the. Um, I'm sure it was you who told me they're releasing that new South Park game and they're doing that on the Switch, right? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine you'll be able to get all of the South Park games on the Switch. When does that new one come out? Because it's not out yet. Uh, is it? March, I think. Oh, that's bear long to wait, bruv. I got Sa- bear long. South Park Snow Day. Their games are fucking excellent. I will definitely get that. I'll play that. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. So we're gonna do our five. Um, Dunk, I think you should go first this time. What is Dunk's number five favorite game? And Duncan is a gamer. I am a, a gamer. Um, my game uh, in at number five is a game that just came out of nowhere. Um, as a lot of them do. But there was no teasing or anything. It just happened. And the game in question is Crab Champions. Crab Champions? Tell me more. Uh, Crab Champions, um, it's uh, it's described as a roguelike game, but essentially you have waves of enemies. You're a crab who has weapons. You select your weapon at the start, and you pick up power-ups with each level. So you clear a level, you pick up a power-up, it changes how strong you are as a character. And, um, yeah, essentially just work through wave upon wave upon wave of um, ants and slugs and grubs and other sorts of things as you're jumping and dancing around islands. Sounds cool. Doug, do you play all your games on Steam? Um, I play the majority of my games on Steam. Um, Most of my time is now spent as a PC gamer. 
uh, sat at my desk. Um, I do miss the days of sitting down in the in a living room and playing on a console, but I do also enjoy uh, playing with keyboard and mouse. It, it's something that I I'd never used to like. I used to only ever use a, a controller, but the ability to use keys and mouse clicks, certainly for games with shooting, um, is uh, a lot of fun. Mm. Okay. So I got I got to shout out uh, Gab Smolders and Jack Septicai because they're my two favorite gamers that I watch. Um, top of the morning. When was the lo- when was the last time that Jack Septicai gamed? Um, he's done some games. He has. He's did he some... did he game did he game in twenty twenty three? He did. He did. Yeah, he did. Um, he done some of these that I'm going to read out. So my number five, which I watch Gab Smolders do, is uh, this get this bed we made. Now this bed we made is um it's really cool. It's set in a hotel. It and it's a murder mystery. It's a murder mystery game set in a hotel um where you are the maid um and you're trying to find out how this person got murdered and you're going around and there's a tale that unfolds more and more throughout the story. Um it's a really fucking good good game. Uh, I love a murder mystery anyway. Um, and to see a murder mystery in a game is really cool. Um, but this one's just fun. It's re- it's a great story. So I like the story itself. Uh, I think the game was like not annoying tasks that kind of stop the story from being interested. Where you're like, oh, this is boring, this part. Like it's a few puzzles and stuff like that, but nothing too boring. Um, and yeah, the, the mystery is cool. It's a good game. I like it, Dunk. Good, I'm, I'm glad. I think it um, might have been French-Canadian, but I'm not definite. Okay. Um, what, so is it... Are there decisions to be made, or are you just wandering around trying to find clues? You're snooping. You're definitely snooping. There are some decisions with... Yeah, there's some decisions of um, what you say when you're talking to people. Because I played a game, a horror game set in a hotel... It's not. It hasn't made my top five. But I played the Devil in Me, yeah, which is one of the dark anthology or dark pictures anthology, oh, dark anthology yeah, pictures. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So my friend and I co-opted it, and it was, yeah. You end up in a hotel, uh, on a cliff face, and um, there's a, a murderer, and you're trying to find out who he is, and then try and get away from him. But it was, I don't know. It it didn't feel as good as House of Ashes. That was the best game that they've done so far. That's the only issue with those series is like you always end up comparing them to the previous ones. Yes, I also played the Quarry as well. Yeah, I love the Quarry. That's in my list for the year before. It's good. It's good, but it was just a bit too long. I think there were just slightly too many characters. I only cared about one out of the entire cast. (laughs) All right, Dunk. I'm ready for your number four. What's Dunker's number four? My number four uh, is, and I, uh, I don't want to feel basic, and I don't want to feel like it's it's a one track thing. But I've uh, over Christmas, I've really been enjoying, and I actually, mate, I a hundred percent achievements. I did. It's the only game that in the past fifteen years where I've gone through and achievement hunted to make it a hundred percent, and it's Spider Man uh, Remastered, oh. which released on. It's the PlayStation port, um, which they remastered for the PS5, and they then made it available on PC. And I've been playing through it over Christmas, and um, yeah, I love it. 
What do you, so good. What do you love about it? Um, I I think it's it's the best representation of video game form of uh, any superhero. Yeah. Combat feels. I don't know. Did you ever play the Arkham series? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did. So the combat feels quite similar to that, but a bit more polished. Yeah. Um, there are some things about it which I wasn't overly fond of. There's one or two characters in there which were a bit like, eh. Um, and there's some power-ups because you, you unlock various suits as you play through the game. I ended up playing as one suit for the majority of the game, and then with my second playthrough, entire playthrough was, was that other suit. Nice. Um, but it was... Um, yeah, the, some of the power-ups seemed a bit redundant and gadgets seemed a bit redundant because I just want to go be Spider-Man, use yeah, webs, exactly. kick ass, take names. Yeah. Um, but really compelling story, really great motion capture and graphics and just it just feels like a, a beautiful open-world game yeah. and it, it, it brought me a lot of joy. Good. All right, my number four. It's a horror game. A lot of my games are horror games because they're my favourite kind of games, just like they're my favourite kind of movies and my favourite kind of books. All right, Dizzy, hold on. Um, it is the more the more all right the mortuary assistant. Um, it's fucking awesome. So basically, you work in a mortuary or uh, and um, you got dead bodies and you're the assistant and you've been you're on call and you've been called out to go there. You're alone and uh, the bodies start obviously doing some crazy fucking supernatural shit. But at the same time, you have to like prepare the body um, for the funeral. So you're like dissecting parts of the body, putting fluid in. Um, so it's quite interesting. And um, it's also really enjoyable. It's a good spook, spooky game. And it it's, yeah, it's quite repetitive in nature of what you actually have to do for each um each dead body. Yes, Dizzy, I'm coming. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a great spooky little horror game. Mortuary Assistant. I really enjoyed it. I did see some clips of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is your entire list horror? Pretty close, Dunk, yeah. Pretty close. Pretty close, pretty close. I'm, I'm curious what you've got as the, uh, the other games for, yeah. for 2023. Oh, yeah. Because in at number three for me, mate, is um, I don't know. Is it? It it would be a stretch to call it horror, but it's definitely got aspects of it. Okay. Uh, no, it's been described in the synopsis as a survival horror game. Um, it's Lethal Company. Oh, okay. Tell me more. It's in Lethal Company or anything about no, it? No, 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 I haven't. Um. So you're a group of employees working for a large corporation okay. and you've got to go to um, abandoned uh, like moon facilities. Uh, each facility's got like a different biome, um, if you will. And you've got to go to these buildings and um, collect scrap for money. But as time progresses through the day, the day, it's, I mean, around, I think, is only about 20 minutes. But as that time progresses and as you're going around and collecting scrap and stuff more monsters start spawning and the higher your level the more dangerous the monsters that start spawning and it just ends up being like jump scares and you running around or you trying to avoid just dying really yeah. and uh, ultimately reaching a quota so that you can fly to even scarier moons with even more loot but it's um it's a game that you 
you can hop on with your mates. Uh, you can do a couple of rounds of an evening, and um, it's a lot of fun. Because after you die, you get to uh, spectate all of the other people that are still alive. And if there's there's one particular friend um, that I've got that if he's the only person, it's it yeah, it's pure comedy. Yeah. Okay. Are we going on to number three, Dunk? Yeah, I want to hear your number three, mate. What, My number three what is, it? is uh, hold on, I forgot the name. Get, one second. It's my friendly neighborhood, and my friendly neighborhood um, is a <laughs> how do I describe it? A horror comedy. Uh, the the kind of evil characters are Muppets, uh, puppets as such, um, and it's like this TV sh- old TV show studio. That's been kind of run down. They had to cancel it, uh, but all the puppets, are st- Muppets, are still living in the factory, and they've all gone a bit cray cray, and they're trying to kill you. And you're like a repairman who's just trying to get to the top of the signal, the signal at the top, just to do his job. Um, and yeah, there's these crazy puppets attacking you. It's 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 funny. It's it's horrifying in a way where it's like it's like Evil Sesame Street or uh, the Muppets Gone Wild. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's a real fun game. It seems quite similar in premise to uh, Poppy's Playtime. I don't know Poppy's Playtime. I'm sure it probably so, is. Poppy's, Poppy's Playtime, you're wandering around uh, an abandoned toy factory. And there's a big, hairy monster called Poppy, which is trying to kill you yeah. as you're wandering around trying to find a way out. Yep. Sounds pretty similar. That is a fun game, dude. I've really enjoyed it. All right, Dunk, I'm ready for your number two. My number two uh, is a game which actually released in 23, uh, which is called Remnant 2. Remnant 2? It sounds like Resident Evil 2, bruv. It sounds like Resident Evil 2, but it's definitely not. Okay. Um, So Remnant 2, um, there's a, a genre of games which used to be exclusively from um, the makers. Well, have you ever heard of Dark Souls? No. So Dark Souls is a game which had a reputation for being one of the most difficult games you could play. You essentially walk through an open world. At the end of each level or um, different corners of the map, you'd find exceptionally high-level bosses, but if you get killed you can lose all of your stuff and you have to start again. Um, these games are known as Souls games. Um, they've become slightly more forgiving in that you don't necessarily lose all of your stuff, but you might lose all of your XP. Um, but Remnant 2 kind of follows that mould if you've got a core map with lots of relatively... I mean, they start when, when you start the game, they feel like high-level um, enemies. Um, but as you get stronger... They feel slightly less high level. Um, But in certain corners of the map, you'll find a particular boss and you need to beat that boss to then progress the story. Um, But yeah, roaming around in this world, um, I insisted on doing it with a dog. So I had a dog as my my aid. You insisted on doing it with a dog? (laughs) As a com- as a companion, not as a not as a, a matron. What game are you no. playing? 
remnant too, mate. I did not fuck the dog. Um, but yeah, so you go, you go through various, various different biomes, and um, you kill lots of different people, and um, it's very, very challenging. And there was lots of rolling around and um, with shooting the, with people the dog. with a crossbow. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, oh. Sorry, you made me laugh there, Dunk. All right, no, my number. Well, listeners, we we don't we don't condone bestiality. Um, <laughs> no, no. In any form. No. In any form, games or otherwise. <laughs> my number two is um, Fears of Fathom, Part Four, uh, Story Four. Um, it came out. Sounds like sounds like another horror. For... <laughs> it is, but it's fucking great. So this this um these these games, Fear of Fathom, are are based on true stories. Like people write to the creators. And then they create the game from the story. Um, and this was about um, someone who worked in like the middle of nowhere, where, a bit like you, Dunk, uh, in like a watchtower in America. Um, and there was uh, a case of like some missing children kind of that had happened um, and in this forest. And then you've got another watcher on the other like side who you radio and talk to. Um, and then... Yeah, odd things start happening to you in your hut uh, that you're staying in all by yourself. Um, Is this the one which I've seen the viral clip of where someone takes a picture from the watchtower of this weird group doing some weird things and then suddenly everyone in that weird group turns, faces you and then starts running at the watchtower? I think that's right. I think that is it. It's a hard pass for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome, dude. It's such a cool horror movie. Like, for me, games are about stories. They're, games are just another way of telling a story. So when I find a really good story in a game, that that's what makes it the best for me. And this was a really interesting story. It was just like, you know, th- they should turn this actually into a high-budget horror movie or an indie flick because it would be a wicked movie. Yeah, good game. We're on to number ones. Oh, my gosh. Duncan. We are on to number ones. What's your number one, bruv? My game of the year that I played in 2023 uh, is a video game called Death's Door. Ooh, tell me more. Uh, You start the game and uh, you're a crow who is essentially a reaper who collects souls um, for a... A reaping commission headquarters is like an office where you've got a big crow, but you're a little crow, you're a little tiny crow. And um, you have to go through these um, maze-like maps, uh, taking out big bosses. It sounds very similar to Remnant now, thinking of it. Uh, <laughs> but you have to take out these big bosses, and you have to collect their souls in order to open a big death's door, where you then face a big final boss. Um, it was very challenging. It had a wonderfully charming aesthetic Um you can play it in a certain way. Um, so I stuck with a, one type of weapon as I went through it. There is an achievement if you play through it and you can use an umbrella for your entire playthrough. I didn't. Um, but it was, um, yeah, it, great, it gave me a great sense of achievement when I completed it. Mm. Um, but I played it for a lot of time in May and June. Um then I put it down to play some other things over the summer and then came back and finished it in October. And it was just a lot of fun. I can't, I can't recommend it more. 
Did you put you it, can't get it on the Switch. Did you put it down because you wanted to have uh you don't want to finish it yet, like you wanted to save it from finishing it, or did you just need a a bit of a change for a little while? I think I got to a point where I was getting frustrated by a particular boss. I was trying to play it as a certain um game style which wasn't beneficial to what I was doing. I needed to grind out a few levels to get stronger in certain um attributes. But going back, doing that grinding, um, and then it took a while to, again to get back into like the the um, just how to play it. It's like when you you don't play FIFA for ages and you get back onto it, and yeah. you, you kind of suck for a little bit until yeah. you bring yourself back up to that level again. Sure, I had to go through that phase, um, but I loved it. It was such such a wonderfully charming and for me quite unique style of um of game awesome dude all right my number one what's your what's your number one what is your game of the year that you watched I mean, and did, did not did not actually play this this game wasn't even like this is like my number one of the decade i absolutely love this game it's called killer frequency um i i did i sent it to dunk because i i was absolutely obsessed with this game when it came out um, I've watched like three different playthroughs of it because I just I love it. I love this game, and it's um, so the premise is you're a kind of uh, former famous radio DJ who's now working in some local radio station, um, and you've got your sound engineer um, female assistant who you speak to, and you actually have to operate the radio desk to kind of in the game to kind of make everything happen, and then uh, it's the the uh mur- the whistling man murderer um who's going around uh murdering characters on the phone as they call you because nine 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 had to call you had to had to leave and left you in charge of nine 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 calls so everyone's listening to this radio and they're calling in um you know talking about the murderers after them what should they do and you've got to guide them to survive otherwise that character dies and you get to the end and you get to find out how many you know characters you saved or, or killed for your choices um it's so much fun it's so much fun the music is fun the the characters and their voices are great the banter that they have the there's there's the killer is an awesome killer um the reveal at the end is awesome as well it's so fucking well done and even like there's this fucking amazing gag in it where this pizza guy keeps calling in pretending to be other people to promote his own pizza company and it's fucking funny it's such a good game it's like 80s nostalgia it's fucking perfection it is perfection i absolutely love everything about this game i cannot praise it enough killer frequency man you've got to play it from the uh, same game studio that bought Worms and Worms Armageddon and Worms Weapons of Mass Destruction and um, various other fun little games. So for them to do a horror game, it was quite a surprise. But um, it's fun. Yeah. I, I it's, on, it's on VR, mate. Oh, God. So if I buy it, oh, I might end up buying it at some point in 2024. Do it. Do it. Play it. Tell me everything about it. Fucking, you fucking record it and I'll watch you play it, Dunk. You stream it and I'll watch you stream it, Dunk. I fucking love this game. It's fucking great. 
I could I'm have streaming exclusively for you, mate. I probably could exclusively have exclusively for you. I could have. I probably. I'll sign up to your OnlyFans. I probably could have um, <laughs> just uh, played the game myself because it's not a really complicated type of game. Like I think I could easily. I think a novice or an amateur game, I could easily pick it up and play it. But it's just a great game. So much fun. All right, so it's that's... available. It's available on the Switch. You can buy it. Oh, there you go. I might do it, Dunk. I'll give it a bit of a break, and then maybe end of this year, I might pick it up again. All right, so that has been our top. 2024. Rich is going to be a gamer. <laughs> At the end of the year, we're going to do a 2024 review of games, and Rich is going to have played all of the games that, in his top five. That's Dunk's, that's Dunk's plan for me this year. All right, so that's our top five games for 2023. 20 and out. <laughs>